We all want to feel better, be happier, and have more freedom. And there are endless resources at our fingertips. But wading through a sea of self-help books, podcasts, and workshops takes more time than anyone has. Except me. That's my job. I curate and translate the latest, most effective personal development wisdom to help you elevate your personal experience and improve the way you show up for others. I'm Kevin Miller, and this is Self-Helpful. How to embrace the athlete inside you for sustaining fitness. It's a little longer intro, but bear with me, folks. I staunchly believe perception's everything. Regarding your health and wellness and concerning the concept of exercise, there's a paradigm shift we can enact with ourselves that just, I found, works wonders. The word exercise does not create a lot of positive feelings in most people. It sounds like a chore. The point is movement, and we have to, you know, quote, exercise, because for the most uh, part, all of us, our daily life just doesn't require much of any utilization of our lungs and muscles and joints. But I want you to consider the term athlete and why you might want to strive to adopt it. This is our Functional Friday episode where we tend to our physical and mental capacity to support us in our desired goals and achievements. So here's my setup. If you join a painting class, you might share with others that you paint, right? But if you do it daily or weekly and keep it up for years and get proficient, when do you refer to yourself as an artist? You don't have to do it for money to be an artist. The literal word artist is defined as a person who produces paintings or drawings as a profession or hobby. There you go. If you produce paintings as a hobby, you're an artist or whatever type of art. I mean, my home contains a ton of uh, furniture pieces I made out of raw aspen here in our land. And when people see it, they often say, oh my gosh, I didn't know you were an artist. So you get the point. How about cooking? I mean, I cook for my large family almost every night of the week with recipes and all that jazz. They really like my food. The definition of a cook is a person who prepares and cooks food, especially as a job or in a specified way. I think I qualify to call myself a cook at this point. I do a lot of it. I'm pretty darn proficient and I do it in a specified way. And in doing so, it goes from something that I merely do to a role I embrace. And I think about the roles you claim. I mean, think about myself. I I don't husband some. I am a husband. I don't father here and there. I am a father. I don't entrepreneur once in a while. I am an entrepreneur. In claiming the role, I take much more ownership and responsibility. And in doing so, it helps me see myself as that and embrace the role. I may leave what I do, but I don't leave what I am. So with exercise, the definition is a person who is proficient in sports and other forms of physical exercise. I find a lot of people who engage daily in some fitness activity who call themselves athletes. And and I think it's great. I was a professional athlete as a pro cyclist. I got paid, not a lot, but I did. Uh, Today, I don't have a pro status or a racing license, but I ride my bike or run almost daily. I do push-ups or dips or pull-ups most days, and I am an athlete. I call myself an athlete. It's not what I just do here and there. It's another role I've embraced. So if you engage in a physical activity and become proficient in it, proficient also defined as competent in doing something, you can adopt the label of athlete. It's not a chore you do. It's a role that you fulfilled, something you are, a label you give yourself. And regarding this idea, I actually asked our audience on Facebook at at one point, I asked them this question, do you think of yourself as as athletic? And over 80 comments came in that brought up some interesting issues I think you'll enjoy hearing. It'll give you some hope and opportunity, maybe some permission. I truly hope it inspires you to further embrace your athletic self and from that, your long-term fitness and wellness. 
The Self-Helpful Podcast was founded through the Zig Ziglar Corporation. June 15, 16 of 2023, I'll be in Dallas to attend and speak at the Ziglar Coach Summit. And if you're looking to influence people for the better professionally or personally, I invite you to join us. Go check it out at Ziglar.com slash Coach Summit. And following these sponsors who help make the show possible and provide great resources for your life, I bring you a conversation on embracing the label of athlete with my Functional Friday co-host, Randy James, medical doctor and functional medicine expert. I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon, Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon really impressed me from the story to the taste. I grew up in Kentucky where horse racing and bourbon are famous and I got introduced to Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon. It's produced by Heaven Hill Distillery, which has been and still remains family owned since 1935. And I'm impressed with the bourbon's ultra rich, smooth taste. And right on the bottle, it states that this bourbon is seven years old, which is actually three times longer than what's required to be certified as bottled in bond. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so I like right there where we started off discussing this, the athletic, athlete, whatever, is a personals ad right there. So if you're going to write your personals ad, which I've never done. I was going to say people do that all the time these days. People do that all the time. We have a good friend who just recently got married from a Well, okay, I guess it is eHarmony and those kind of things that I guess that is your now... That's what we're thinking about, a yeah. personal ad. It's not the newspaper. I, haven't, exactly, I still think <laughs> That's what I was news, thinking I, I think of, yeah. But so if you're going to put it in there and you're going to list out all your credentials and to say, gosh, I love to cook, I like dancing, I, I'm, you know, I guess people put in their ethnicity. I don't know what all they put in there, but <laughs> would you want to put that in there that I am athletic? I think most people would want to. Okay, so here's what you don't know. So I posted this question. Uh, asking people, do you uh, think of yourself as athletic? Got a ton of responses right away. And so when I post something online, I know whether it resonated within about five minutes. Wow. Because I'll start getting boom, boom, boom. And I did on this one. However, uh, the first question I asked is, do you think of yourself as an athlete? In 24 hours, I got zero responses. It's almost to the point where I wondered, was there a glitch? Did it they Facebook? No, but I literally uh, went on and just deleted it. Nobody responded at all. So if that's legitimate, nobody said an athlete, but I did get a lot more responses to athletic. athletic. Yeah. What, what would you say? Do you think of yourself as an yeah, athlete? Yeah. When, when you first asked me that question this morning, I was thinking on the negative side, like, who am I to think I'm an athlete? I mean, you have been a professional athlete. 
But when you say athletic, I would say, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. But an athlete, and in fact, my wife and I, Marcy, because she'll use that word as an athlete, and, and I'll be like, well, I mean, really? I, we're athletic, but as an athlete, um, I, I get why that didn't resonate because yeah. it would not have the, the two questions would be very different for me. And, and honestly, it's not to sit here and make a point to where, no. you know, who is or is not an athlete. I think that we as a culture have gotten to the point of an athlete is somebody we watch on screen who gets yeah. paid uh, and uh, they have a contract and whatever. So, yeah, I was a professional athlete. I made money with that. Now, but now today, am I an athlete? Well, you could say by proxy is it because you compete? So I competed this year. I did some bike races, and I'm in the expert you know, level or, or whatever. But, man, even without that, when have I not been? I went for years not doing any competition. And my family – well, here, this so – Joe Pellerito. I know, I know Joe. He's, Joe, he says, I'm 45. I recently was describing someone else as an athlete, and my wife said, well, you're an athlete too, honey. It's funny, and I didn't see myself that way and, and did not know it, and, but I loved it when she said that. So, yes – I'm athletic, so athlete, athletic. Yeah. But I think, I mean, if I told somebody, I don't know, I guess you do. Th- I do think when I say of athlete, I'll think more of people who compete. But my gosh, there's a zillion people who never make money doing that, but they do their 5Ks. They No, but I think if, like our friend Patrick, I would call him, Yeah. You know, even though he doesn't compete, but he goes the extra mile. He buys the stuff. He, you would get yeah. cycling magazine or you, you're on Strava and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. And, and, and those are the kinds of things I would cross over. Even somebody who doesn't get paid for it would be in that, in that realm. Well, Je- so Jeff Bayless here. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go through and read some of the responses. He is, uh, I think he just retired from... Oh, forgive me, Jeff, from the Marines, from the military. I don't know what, I don't know if it, what it was, but from the military, uh, he says, yes, athletic, but not an athlete. He said, and this is his, you know, perspective, the delineation between the two is a different level of commitment. Yeah. Okay. Devotion is, I thought about that too. I work out every single day. I compete in Ironman triathlons. However, it is something <laughs> I do as a passion project. It isn't who I am. That's the difference in my opinion. And see, I, I, I see his stuff. I, I follow him on, he's on Strava. I'd say the dude's an athlete. I mean, he's, he, he clearly uh, came from the Marines, not le- the air force. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, a level, but a level of commitment, devotion or competence. But even there, man, I, if you know somebody, I mean, we know people out there who are doing, they do, uh, you know, 20 races, like running races. Anybody can go do that. Five K's, 10 K's. And let's just say they're technically, but slow, but I mean that it's part of who they are. They spend a lot of money on it. They go out there. I mean, are they an athlete? I would I'd give them so. that. I yeah. would too. I would. T- My wife responded back and said, "Yes, most of her athletic pursuit or exercise these days is Zumba classes." Uh, I'll give her credit. I she's, <laughs> but she's maybe even saying physically able. I mean, is she, you know, can the, can this person right now, we can look up there and look at the Ridge. And I know that cause that's up near my house mm-hmm. and it's a, from where we're standing, it's about eight or 900 feet up in elevation. It's, and we're sitting now at 8,500 feet. So it's, yeah, it's probably about 9,300 feet right up there. And you and I could take off right now and in a brisk walk and a little running, make it up there. And that's physical ability. I'd say it's athletic. I would agree. Yeah. But I don't know. 
I still wouldn't call me an athlete. Yeah. Well, okay. And, and again, that wasn't the point, but it was just, you know, let's, let's look and see how people define it. So Matt McWilliams, a lot of these people, again, it's off Facebook. I know these folks. He said uh, a year ago, no. Now, yes. So I said, tell me the story. He sent me a picture. I didn't realize it. And this picture over here, beginning of the year, he is not small. And now he, face-wise, Probably close to my face. I mean, he has lost a ton of weight. I, I don't know if he said uh, that. He says, I'm working out at levels I didn't even do when I was in my 20s. And I'd say he's in his 40s at least. He's running 15 plus miles a week, lifting weights I never dreamed of before, uh, six days a week. Now, so Matt, uh, he is an online, I'll call him an online personality. He does a lot with affiliate marketing and, and uh, works with a lot of influencers, is an influencer. And I remember probably last year, might have been when you and I even. I was going to say, I don't, I remember him. I think you at, met him yeah. at the Ziegler event we did in Nashville. And he wasn't a small guy. He wasn't a small guy. And he, boy, and I hope I'm doing him credit, Matt, forgive me if I'm, if I get a little up, but it was something that he shared with me. He struggled with his own persona. Mm-hmm. Of being in business development, personal development, and here he is, not proud of how he looked mm-hmm. and felt. So big change that to him matters. It probably makes him money. I mean, you know, people do judge a book by its cover. Yeah. Um, Brian here says, I play fairly athletic. I played ball in high school. Now I play pickleball and occasionally golf. Not very good at either, but good enough to enjoy them both. Again, I think, you know, if you're investing and in doing it consistently. Do we call golfers athletes? That's dependent. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I struggle. Yeah. Oh. Maybe like a dart player at a bar or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Not the disc golfing. I would do golf if they had a time limit on it, you know? Yeah, or, the speed golf. Uh-huh. Speed golf or full contact or something like this. <laughs> hey, this is cool. Steven Sashin, he says, well, uh, I'm a master's all-American sprinter at age 58. So I'll go for <laughs> Yes. Do you remember him, his name, Steven Sashin? Yeah. Zero shoes. Remember when, did you get him back then when we got the little sandals? I got, uh-huh. the, I got the platform sandals that we tied on. Yeah. That's him. Okay. So yeah. today, Zero Shoes is a huge company. I mean, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they keep, I think they're just up in Boulder. Um, I just bought a couple pair. They were on, they had some big sale and I bought a couple pair. So yeah, he's a guy who obviously promotes these. And yeah, you can do master's level track and field and stuff. Uh, well, almost anything. Uh, our friend Tony Dale, when oh, right. he was in at upper sixties or seventies, ranked number one in America mm-hmm. in squash in his age group. That's so. Cool. I'll give him that title. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, Jennifer here, she said. Jennifer Meisel, she says yes, but it comes as a surprise to me when I can't do certain things. Uh, I've always taken for granted, like lifting my Christmas tree by myself from the car to my home. I've lost strength, but not agility. And that's interesting because. You know, when I get on the bike, my head still thinks I'm a pro cyclist. <laughs> I got into a, a, a fairly elite level race, man, probably four months ago. And it helped remind me that I'm not. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm athletic. Uh, I'll still say athlete. But yeah, it's interesting for those who were. I mean, how many people do we know, though? Why is that? That you go to school, you play sports, you are athletic. It used to be back, you know, back in the day. I think it, you had to. You did recess. You did stuff. And then you leave it. At one point, do you just stop, completely stop? We, we've talked about this before in a different context. And the one that on the medical side, the one that I hit is especially women. When they hit middle school, they stop. 
unless you are in volleyball or in tennis or in basketball, they don't play. Play has gone. So it's much easier to sit on your phone, play around on your phone or or computer games or just be inside or, or just I don't want to. But in elementary school, girls and boys, they play. Play, 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 play. You got to go outside and be recess. And then you have to go into a sport. There's no such thing as playing in, in the middle school to high school transition. And then and, there, and I think in, in middle school here, just one of the years or two of the years had PE. And in high school, there's no required PE. Mm-hmm. So they have health, but no, no PE. So play stops. And the athleticism stops. That, that word athlete then gets tied into, well, do I play something? Am I in a sport or... Like we talk about all the, all the time, what is my capacity? You and I, I know we could walk, run up that hill. And I know a lot of teenagers who would struggle. Oh, <laughs> well, we know that more and more or, every day. Or just would choose been, not to. How many are labeled obese now? I mean, we went through those stats recently. And yeah, the kids, we know that sports across the country, I don't know about the world, but at least the U.S., sports participation yeah. is way down. And yeah, uh, how many kids right here at the high school, we can see part of the high school right now from here. Of those kids, they left middle school, recess, PE, and now do nothing. They just don't do well, it. We, and that goes into the persona. They don't true. see themselves as athletic. Well, it's, and that's part of my, my inspiration or what I hope to inspire today. And I was thinking about that. You know, what are the labels that we would want? Back to the personals ad. Yeah. We want, uh, so, so for me, I want to be labeled. I like it that my family says, oh, daddy is a really good cook. I like, I want that one. I'd put that in my personals ad. Uh, don't they have a personals? They have a personals thing for married people. I think I don't know. <laughs> it's terrible that I know that they do. So, uh, I guess you can still do that. Uh, it, but you know, cook, um, I, you know, I, and I wrote down parent and spouse, but then I thought, no, that's not fair. Cause you can be a parent by proxy of you fathered or birthed a kid and suck at it, not be proficient, not devote at it. Uh, right. It has a different kind of uh, the the title parent is just kind of like saying black or white. I mean, when you say I'm a cook, that implies that you're actually a good cook. Yeah. If you say I'm a parent, that doesn't imply you're a good parent. There, there's some quote <laughs> that I've seen about Christians or something like being a going to church doesn't make you a true Christian any more than standing in your garage makes you a car. Right. Did right I get right, that right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, so I'm not going to I'm going to say, am I a good parent? That that would be different. Um, you know, a writer, I've always liked the term being a writer and I would say, I mean, that's, but that's been most of my work. Even when you and I worked together on the mm-hmm. practice here, I wrote everything into existence. I wrote, so I could, am I a paid writer? Sure. But it's not until recently that I'm literally paid for that document that I wrote, but I've always considered myself a writer. I like that label. So, you know, again, that was part of the effort here is getting us to think about, am I athlete, whether or not athlete, I'm going to say I'm an athlete, but am I at least athlete? Would you put that on your personals ad? Uh, and do you want to? So are some people going to hear this? And, and I hope that it would inspire them to go, oh, I, I want that label. If I was going to write a personals ad, I would want that. Or if I was going to write a, I mean, you and I would like to see that on a job application. We might, can we ask that? I don't know. HR laws.
Friends, I'm pretty candid about my lack of financial prowess. Money and numbers are fairly Greek to me, so I need a lot of guidance. One of my closest friends is a wildly successful wealth manager, and I'm working on some financial literacy and just continually seeking guidance. So I ask you to check out yahoofinance.com. Nobody knows it all on Yahoo Finance is an incredible resource for the rookies like me or the seasoned investors. You know, before my dad passed away recently, Dave Ramsey and his wife, Sharon, flew down to visit. We all got to spend a day together. And I was at yahoofinance.com just now. I saw multiple news flashes from Dave and other people that you respect. And they were hitting so many of the hottest areas in finance today. So it's a place to get a snapshot of all aspects of your financial interests. And if you have them, your portfolios. I hadn't realized Yahoo Finance is the number one finance destination, producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. So for your comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. One more time. YahooFinance.com. Thankfully, the days of building a business website, then having this massive endeavor to integrate an online store are gone. Today, Shopify has fixed all that. I had one business where we actually built the entire website on Shopify's platform. So whether you're just starting out or you're selling a million bucks of product already, Shopify is just the industry leader. It works the same for physical products or online and digital, and Shopify is just hands down the best out there. Most importantly, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It's 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Getting people to buy is not that hard, at least to the buying point, but getting them to actually give their payment info is, and Shopify is king in that department. They also have top-tier customer service, which I think is critical. You can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Kevin. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Kevin to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Kevin. Most of today, you will be indoors, likely your home or your office. I am as well. Even with my treks out into the woods, I spend a lot of time inside. And we're going to take about 20,000 breaths. According to the EPA, the indoor air is two to five times more polluted than the outdoor air, sometimes up to a hundred times more polluted. At my studio, we have heat being forced through old ducts. I walk on carpet full of years of junk. No idea what's floating in the air that I'm taking constant gulps of. The solution is an air purifier and Air Doctor is just the best. Air Doctor filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants and allergens such as pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold, bacteria, viruses. They do it so your lungs don't have to. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Go to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code KEVIN, and depending on the model, you'll receive up to 39% off or up to 300 bucks off. Exclusive to podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. So to get this special offer, go to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com Use promo code Kevin, airdoctorpro.com, promo code Kevin.
if somebody is applying here to say I, I'm athletic as a part of their job application, yes. I would put it more, implies certain characteristics it, about exactly. Somebody. I would put more impetus on that. Let me think. <laughs> I would on I've done X I've done a triathlon, I've done marathon I've done a marathon. I run a marathon than I would by saying I have a degree in whatever. Because really, one tells me a lot more about the person. It completely depends. It com- for your doctor, for your surgeon, do you really care? Okay. <laughs> for your air, airline pilot? True. Your True. accountant? Okay. Okay. So it depends. If it's a, well, I'm, I'm not going to say a degree to diss somebody because somebody out there is going to have one that I would name. But we know people who have a degree and, you know. And they they're a terrible accountant. Class. Yeah. They sat through class and they memorized enough to pass and got a degree. But to do what it takes to do a marathon, especially if we said, you know, at a certain time, uh, that's, that's, that tells a lot. Well, and, and I think here, and maybe I'm, I'm going to be the naysayer to you on this, not naysayer, but question, skeptic yeah. guy, and say, a lot of people are also sitting there and saying, no. You know, and are they bad? Are they wrong? Are, are they for saying, uh, you know, I'm, I don't really aspire to athleticism. And, and so I think where we are encouraging, the, the big question is, how does one see oneself? What is one's persona and how does that then impact the quality of their life and their inspiration and aspiration and motivation? And does being athletic increase quality of life, increase your motivation, yeah. aspiration. And, and I think you and I would land, if there was data that we could quote, I, I agree. I'm going to say yes. How is there not data that we can quote? Well, of I'm going to go back to, no, there's not. You can, we can go poll a hundred marathoners and they might have a terrible marriage well, and they hate their life. Okay, that sure, doesn't sure. mean anything. Well, it's in the pie chart of health and wellness. It means something for a slice. It least. means you can run a marathon. Well, yeah, but if you're physically active, let's just go to that. Okay. Obviously, you know that 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 ekes into a lot. I mean, you, you uh, should, yes, you should by proxy be more mentally able if you're physically able, and vice versa, less if you're less. I mean, so I mean to that what? Well, this <laughs> I'm laughing because this is one of those areas where you like, okay, give me the boil down. Because I, I think you are overboiling this to say if somebody runs, if they're athletic, then by proxy, by definition, they are better. There's at their a higher ha- probability of, of some other positive, of that positively impacting other areas of their life, as opposed to being sedentary. I, I, I will agree with that in most cases. Well, so, I mean, but to go back to the kids, you know, I, I've t- I, I have told my kids, and I imagine you, at what point should my kids leave athleticism because right now okay you know nakota he's uh 10 he's 10 and he goes to recess and they play soccer and they play groundies and they play you know whatever all all their their little games are and i've gotten him into sports which i didn't with my older kids and i regret uh they they ended up now all of my older kids ended up doing at least cross country but early on they didn't and i regret that i like the uh, what i've seen in your kids the discipline the achievement i like that i left sports i got kind of tired of some of the narcissistic aspects, at least in my own sport and left it. And I regret that because I like the benefit anyways, you know, so, so Nakota is, uh, athletic cause he's 10 years old. I mean, it's hard not to be, well, it's easier every day now, but he is at what point is it okay for him to leave that? And I would say never, if you're going to be a human, 
Nakota and be able to, well, it comes to us and us talking about who do we want to be? Do I want to be 80 years old and be able to help my kids move to show up with a moving van and heft a couch and help them move to go on a hike with my kids to go for us to go on a 14 er because we're gonna have kids and grandkids that go, Hey, let's do a 14 er Oh, well, grandpa, grandpa you, you, can you watch the little yeah, grandkids grandpa on the couch since you're going to yeah. be grandpa on the, on the couch. And, and I think I don't have that right. I don't have the right to not, to the best of my abilities, continue to be athletic just for my kind of what Jennifer said. She's having a hard time taking her tree from her car, car to her house. It didn't used to be that way. When do we want to leave that ability? Well, we don't. So in the, we, you and I, we are now correlating the word athleticism with capacity. Yes. Capacity and resilience. And that's where I'd say, yes, the human who is more physically capable slash athletic does by definition increase capacity. They could wreck their lives in a hundred ways over sure, here, sure. but as a part of the pie slices of life, it is not okay to leave athleticism. So now I'm also picturing the, uh, man or woman driving in their car, they're, they're rolling their eyeballs at us. They're overweight and frustrated and they're 10 years away from the last time they ever said, okay, I got to get back in shape or whatever. And the, uh, guilt, the layer of expectation that they have on themselves, a spouse has on them or a friend or parent and just the frustration of it. And I would put myself in that category, even though everybody judges me by weight and say, well, you look athletic and I get that benefit. How much athleting, how much capability exercising am I doing on a regular basis? It's less than what I ought to be doing. Yeah. I mean, you've got a lifetime benefit of having done, been active all of your life. Sure. There, there hasn't been Weeks and weeks go by where there's the cumulative effect of not doing anything. Yeah, but when have you ever gone a week doing nothing athletic? Well, I would say often. Really? Yeah. Over the course of life, I mean, my goodness, you know, finals week and moving and yeah. uh, military, whatever. There's been many, many weeks of zero yeah. athletic activity. I didn't know. Yeah, I, I probably have never had a week go by outside of a two-year stint. So we had Caleb who works here works for you now, uh, had him and he ended up in the hospital with all his problems. I stopped mm-hmm. cycling, got a real job, my only two year real job and literally two years of a lot. I, I don't, I can't remember. It's been so long ago. It's been 25 years ago now that it's hard to remember, but I, my memories, I didn't do anything. I didn't really change weight. I just traded softness for muscle. Um, and then at the, it was getting close to two years and my wife bought me a bike and said, please go train. She didn't even say go ride it. She said, go train like for a race. Cause you're a better human when you do that. So that, that's where I want to highlight the compassion that yeah. we have for people. Cause like you said, I got a real job. Well, that is most people, right? You are very unusual in your lack of real jobness and time, <laughs> time availability. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's, and you've worked for it. But most people are are in the ball and chain of the of a schedule, and to go add in, like, I love what you said. If you're a human being, to go in human, mm-hmm. to go be, part of that is has is by definition moving and breathing, and and if you're doing that in a chair, you know, like you you, you wake up, you go sit at breakfast, you sit in the car, you go sit at work, you go and yeah. come back home and sit in front of the TV. 
that that's not humaning as human as you could be, but at the same time that the so we're now back to if somebody does can choose to see themselves as capable and athletic, then the next thing is to go and do those things. Yeah. Like we say about our pull-ups, if I want to be doing 15 pull-ups every year, the rest of my life, I need to do them every day and then I'll be the guy doing them. Yeah. And, and then again, yet yeah, comes to who do we want to be? What do we want to be investing in? What do we want to make, be making deposits in? Uh, to therefore be, and I just I like mm-hmm. it. Just, the whole thing just got me thinking of the term athletic, and, and and to some degree, who who would not want that term? Now I do get that. My my mom has, and she may listen to this, and I think she's okay with me sharing. She spent a lifetime saying I don't like exercise, I hate exercise, just don't just don't like it. And now at seventy, whatever she is, she's trying to do it because she does not want to lose mobility capacity. She does mm-hmm. not want to lose that. Want to that. And I think there's some, you know, regret for that in the past. So yeah, I, and I know you get, and it's, it's so hard. We're all advocates confirmation bias of what we enjoy doing. And I love my exercise. So does everybody need to do that on the bookshelves behind me? I remember one, uh, Janelle Bruland, uh, I'll have to go look and see what, what her book is, but she said, I hate exercise. Mm-hmm. I ask her about her habits. She says, I hate it, but I do it. There's another guy too. Uh, this is in the past year because usually people are okay with it, but they said I hate it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to quote Patrick Mahomes, okay. and I think people out there will remember this commercial if you're a football fan mm. and the green beans. 100% hate them, 100% don't care. <laughs> As he's eating them. As he's eating them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that would be, and that would be like me having to deal with finances. <laughs> 100% hate them. Hundred percent need them. <laughs> Thank goodness that's a little unfair because I can delegate most of that yeah. by paying CPAs. But that means I'm I'm taking my vocational time to earn money and I'm investing it to make sure that it is taken care of. You know I that's an interesting contrast because when it comes to the green beans, people just don't do them or their vegetables, yeah. yeah, or exercise. You can't not budget to some degree. You can't not eat anything. Mm-hmm. But 100% hate them. Most people will say 100% not doing it. Yeah. Unlike Janelle, who said she hated exercise, but finish her story. Does she exercise? Yep. Yep. And she did. And, and now, and again, she's gotten to the point or gotten a, a lifestyle where she can afford it. And she's just like the other guy whose name is, is slipping me right now. Uh, and both of them said, I, I hate it. Oh, didn't uh, she pay at, somebody? She paid. Yeah. Both of them did. Both of them. One of them pays and have a personal trainer show up at their home. One of them uh, uh, pays, you know, goes, goes somewhere. But, you know, back to my wife, she has been a lifetime. She was a professional, you know, dancer and she's run marathons and whatever. I don't know that she likes it though. And she is admittedly, she looks at me in my rec room, you know, working out. She says, I, it's so cool. You can do that. I just can't or won't. I'm, I'm just not going to. So she gets up in the morning like she did uh, this morning. Her alarm goes off at seven o'clock. She's not a morning person, but her alarm goes off at seven o'clock. She puts it in the, uh, she's the, she's the, I'm going to snooze it 50 times. So she put it in the be- uh, bathroom. So it goes off in there. So she has to get up, go in there and do it. And then she got in her car and went to class and she does Zumba class with her f- social group of friends. I mean, she's excited to go just to connect with them. And half the time, she didn't ever tell me much about the class or what they did. She just tells me about, oh, Susie was doing this and Barbara's doing this. And that's her connection time. And she works her butt off. She'll do two classes sometime. I think it's just as much to hang out with people yeah, and, and get out of mommy role sometimes. And it keeps her well. And she, is, she has high capacity. Yeah. So I do like that aspect of what 
to have the capacity to be 80 and mobile, you have to be an athlete to some degree. To be mobile. Again, it's not the person. We just said there was recently a lady in a wheelchair. She's 100 years old. She can't get out of the wheelchair. I, I don't really want to be that. I'd rather knock off before then. I think most people would say that. That Some people say, you know, I have a family history. A lady said yesterday, and I plan on living for a long time. And, and then we're back to the question, are you going to live or linger? Yes. How are you going to live or are you going to be lingering in a home or in a chair or in the rocking chair? Are you grandpa on the couch? Yeah. And none of that is immoral, but it is by definition less capable. And that's where I think for, for you and I, we have such a strong sense of mission and passion and purpose. Uh, even with our family, like I want to be grandpa helping us move and grandpa takes us skiing, not only grandpa on the couch. Yeah. And that is motivating. Well, and I will say this, and, and I, I know you'll understand this. My, so I, well, I have older kids. I, you know, your oldest is 14. My oldest is 25, I think. And the older ones have all testified saying, Daddy, you uh, inspired us in, with your pursuit of physical wellness. Mm-hmm. So just to the parents out there realizing whether you like it or not, to realize what you make, what you expose your kids to, Will matter, and I—I I don't. I'm sure it exists, but it feels like most of the active people I know. I, I, it's got to be statistically, you know, they tend to have more athletic kids. I mean, I'm sure there's how many kids become doctors whose parents were doctors. I mean, the stats yeah. are higher. It's what they're yeah. exposed to. And where, whereas you got other kids going, I could never be a doctor. If your parents a doctor, you think, uh, well, of course I could. Yeah, dad did it. It. So go the opposite. What? And I've told the story about you before. And um, way early on in our relationship, when I first got to town, and I was saying the very typical thing that people say, if I ask you, what do most people say when I say, do you exercise? And they say, no. And I say, why? I don't have enough time. Time is number one. Second is I don't have enough energy. Yep. 99% right there. Now, somebody might say, well, I hurt my leg or, you know, I have a rash or something. But time is way number one. And you and I were getting to know each other, and you asked me that. And, and I said, oh, my gosh, yeah, but I don't have enough time and whatever else. And you said, so are you teaching your kids that? Or you said it in such a way that, so you are teaching your kids that. Yeah, I did. That's funny that you say that because I, I think the same thing about you talking about being an entrepreneur. And you said, are you teaching your kids to be harried and frazzled harried and, and hectic out? And, and, and that was convicting to me about how I was showcasing my, yeah, Totally. So, and I think a lot of people hearing this right now are, we're all busy. Well, I hope you're busy. Otherwise you're, you know, bored or doing nothing and have kids, have family, have a spouse, have things to do. But if you say, well, I can't do this thing that we say is critical to be a better human, there needs to be movement. And I'm speaking to myself now. And if you aren't doing those kind of things on some kind of rhythmic, regular basis or whatever, you are by definition teaching yourself out of habit, your spouse and your kids, this is how to be a well-intended functioning human in, in society. And, and as a consequence, our teenagers don't exercise, are not athletic and to the flip side, I've also heard people say, uh, one particular teenager I'm thinking of who says, oh, yeah, I play volleyball. And I'm like, that's great. How much? Two months out of the year, I'm on the volleyball team. Right. And I'm like, okay, that's something. But she saw herself as athletic, and I'd say that's, that's a definition that's not quite 
correlating with the definition I have in my head. And then you're into that, you know, how much and, and whatever else. And I would say, well, everybody's going to have, have their own story there. Back to the point of we as parents are teaching by our behavior. Well, and, you know, a couple things that you remind me of. You know, I can't remember, and it's I don't know how many people I've done that show with. I have a hundred people, you know, influence people who have books here that we listen to, that we read, that we follow, let influence us. And I don't think I've ever gotten to the physical spoke and have somebody say, you know what, I don't do a darn thing, nothing. Right. I will have plenty that say, I mean, I struggle in that area. I don't like that area, but here's what I do. I at least I, I, I did have somebody in the past year. He said, I walk. I yeah. walk. I go on walks with my dog and my wife. That's when we catch up and I do walks, but something, yeah. you know, there, there's something there as, and then of course we've got the, you know, the ultra endurance, you know, somebody over here, uh, that's doing so much, but it does make me think what you're talking about of the, of the, so I am correlating that to mental capa- to capacity. So I'm, I'm making that correlation there, but over here on the, on the labels, uh, I'm thinking about that again and thinking about my kids and, Man, I want them. Well, yeah, what would the what are the labels I would want my kids to see with their parents? There's a quote, man, I wish I could pull it up about the tragedy of kids who have parents. Man, I'm I'm drastically paraphrasing, but in essence, who didn't follow their dreams, who didn't invest in themselves, mm. who didn't, you know, they they look up to us so much, they want to, and what do we want to expose themselves to aspire to? Do we want academics? I mean, do we want uh, purpose? Do we want spirituality? Do we want physical you know, health and wellness? Do we want morality? Do we want ethics? I mean, we look at these things. Well, then what are we then by, you know, what are we exposing them to? So if I look at these labels, what is, what does mom and dad do? Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting. You know, what, what are the labels you would associate with your parents? And yeah, would it be what you called me out on? Would it be, oh, he harried, stressed out. Uh, super busy, you know, all these, I thought, I don't want those. When you said that, I don't want to emulate that. I need to, I'm going to have to change who I'm being, how I'm being, if I want to change that. And, you know, you're talking about the one, do, do we want them, do I want them to say, oh, dad's athletic or no, dad's not capable of much of anything. He can watch me on the sidelines, but he can't get out there and do anything. He can't go on a hike. What do we want those labels to be, do we, you, you mentioned uh, not having time. I mean, we know the same thing with food. People who are going through McDonald's or picking up processed food or whatever because they yeah. don't have time for that. So, what do what do you do to your kids? What do you showcase to your kids that you just work? So, what yeah. does that do? Works. What's what's a label? Uh, worker. I mean, literally, we we laugh at that, but that's where we've gotten ourselves a lot to it. And and I think that's what brought me to this focus is stepping back and go, gosh, do we? Do, would you, who would not, well, I did have plenty of people who said, no, I'm not going to read theirs because most of them just said, no, I, I don't, I don't view myself as athletic. I didn't ask them details on that. It'd be interesting if I ask you, is that good? Are you okay with that? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks.
Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. I don't think... That's a question we ask in the clinic down... I don't ask the athletic. I mean, it, it kind of comes down to exercise. Do you exercise? What do you do? And, and rarely do people just flat out say nothing. Um... But on the, we ask, trying to incorporate anybody in the spiritual side of things, and I'll ask the, and they'll give me an answer. I, I'm very religious with a community, or I walk outside with in the forest, and one of the questions is, are you okay with that? Are you where you want to be? Yeah. Are you on the trajectory that you want to be on? So right now, for me, athletically, I would call myself athletic, but I'm not on the trajectory quite that I want to be on. I want to be becoming a little bit better yeah. down, down that pathway. Yeah. It, it, yeah. And again, we're back to, you know, devotion and how much we invest and then, and then capacity, um, of where we want, how do we want to see ourselves? I mean, again, I'm going to continue playing with this, pondering with this, the, the athletic, do we want to do that? You know, one thing when I look at the people, cause there's a lot of people who responded, who I know, or even in the health and wellness you know, industry, their personal trainers. Uh, we've got, uh, gosh, I had one, uh, right here. I can't pull it up now, but she, yeah, a couple personal trainers that, um, I mean, that is their livelihood. But when we look at athleticism, the people going back, you just said the word exercise, the people who I know who exercise are not near as excited about it as an athlete, as those who have some pursuit. I mean, cause you, you like soccer, you you guys are a soccer family. Last year you did a soccer league, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Uh, you do uh, ultimate frisbee. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the thing that you know how to do. I would say I'm probably physically able to. I don't know that sport, so it's uh, I'm not into it. I I do you know running, riding. I could do kayaking. I mean, I know the things I could do, and I enjoy that. But just as people listen to this who are struggling with it, I would say I see more inspiration from people who don't just exercise, but they actually engage with a specific athletic uh, what pursuit and, and and get to know it i mean like my wife with zumba i mean i can't do i it's it's dance i don't i have not developed that capacity yet at least. i'm i'm laughing just imagining oh my gosh it's total dance and i mean that was like me trying to do the dance classes with her it's I'm frustrated with how it doesn't compute but i haven't invested enough for it to but that there's a good example actually if i did dance enough to finally get, you know, left foot here right foot, and get it to work in my brain. Again, it's a muscle I haven't used that kind of a, a physical awareness or ability. If I did that once I, after so long and realized, Oh my gosh, I can do this. There'd be a smile on my face. I would enjoy it. That's what we see with people who hate running, but do it. Long well, that's, that's a, that's a good definition. You would then be a dancer. Yeah. Terry's a dancer. I could become a dancer. Canyon became a runner. Yeah, we yeah. watched him go from, I am not a runner to, I am a runner. Mm-hmm. And that could go away. I mean, he's young. He might get off that habit or whatever else, but for right now. Well, we're saying that like people know. I, I know we've mentioned it, but I do want to say, so I have a son, I, I, one of my sons this year who we said, okay, you've got to do cross country. 
uh, he, he didn't, he was almost to the point of belligerent and he's not a belligerent kid, almost to the point, but he finally, and I was saying, just do something. And it, but for lack of choosing something else, you're going to at least do that. Well, he finally then chose it because his brother, uh, they're only 15 months apart. His brother did it. He's like, well, whatever, at least he's doing this. I'll just do it. So he did it and was horrific. His first race, his first 5k, 37 minutes. I don't want to belittle anyone out there because there's people who are, you know, who are not in shape, but that's, that is not a fast time. And for a kid who looks like him, I said, buddy, did you even run? Did you, and he was just, he said it was, he said, I just don't have the will to do that. I just, he, he, it was a kind of an issue, a moment. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have the will to, but he kept doing it. Um, and, and his brother also said, cited that he was not connected with the kids. He did, wasn't connected socially, whatever. But he kept going and blah, blah, blah. Time goes on. He does his, time goes on. I mean, a month, I don't know, 45 days. He does his next race and does 27 minutes. That's, that's incredible. But what, what happened? He says, I, I don't know. It just feels better. And, and now I hear that he's, you know, he's talking to, there's a girl that he's made friends with and some of the people he's making friends with. And then boom, the next 30 days. And he, then he does the last race that they did and they did it together. Last race, he did a uh, 22 real close to 23 and his brother did like seven seconds further under 22 minutes. And he had a smile on his face. I mean, he was so proud of himself. Uh, we went running and at the, at some point of it, or maybe it was a couple of days later, I went running with him and he just kind of at his own pace, left us, left the group. So I was with one of his sisters and whatever, and he left it and he's just, I'm looking at him going, why is he making the effort to run fast? I haven't asked him about it, but now he is, as you said, a runner. It's just right. what a great fruition to see that when we invest in that thing and become proficient at it, we by proxy have more enjoyment of it. So again, back to that pursuit. If you take up something, I want people to hear that as opposed to saying, no, I exercise. I'm going to go and I'm going to lift that weight 10 times with that weight level. I mean, if you do, if you go up and I can do more reps, I can do you know heavier weight, that is a progression. Um, I just don't see as much enjoyment generally. I'm making a broad stroke from people who do exercise as opposed to, oh, no, I participate in this sport endeavor. Yeah, and I'll be one of the ones that's going to give you the skeptical thing back because where we live in the league and to drive an hour to go play soccer for 45 minutes and it's we won't do it again. It's just it's time prohibitive. And there, and so I, it's better for me to, you know, force myself to exercise than to go do something like that. But absolutely, would I enjoy it more if we were doing that kind of all the time? And, well, weather and, permitting, you do. Uh, well, how many Sundays? But how, last, yeah, last year? Uh, weather permitting, hey, which is this, 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 this frustrating thing is that it's three months out of the year. I know, yeah. And um, so I'm one of those people that I hear you, but. You know, the league is an hour away and can't change yeah. that. So it, it still comes back to the mindset of choosing to engage in exercise as a pursuit, as a, as a, yeah. um, you know, and, and as an athlete. And we're, we're kind of back to that term. And maybe we're encouraging people. I'm encouraging myself to kind of click over a little bit and say, it doesn't mean you have to be as fast, as strong as whatever, as Kevin Miller or whoever. It is within your own head, seeing yourself that way, you are much more likely to be becoming a little bit better version of yourself. I, you know, and, and yeah, I hear you on that. And, and I said earlier in this show, you know, I, I love my exercise and stuff. Honestly, the exercise aspect, like I got weights over there that I've started doing that. Or I'll do, you know, during the day, who knows, I'll do four, eight sets of 
you know, shoulders and biceps and I'll do push-ups and whatever. I do not like that. I do I it yeah. like your, who's your Mahone's guy. What's he saying? hundred percent hate him and hundred percent don't care. Yeah. With his green beans <laughs> as he's doing them. That would be me. I don't enjoy lifting inanimate objects. I just, it's not my gig, but I do it because running and riding don't work out my upper body and give me the athleticism, you know, that I want. That is the benefit of running. We're, we're a running family and that's it. You can do it. It's absolutely free. You can do it anywhere. All you need is a pair of shoes or barefoot, which we can do that too. <laughs> you know, that is a benefit of that, especially if you live in an area like we do. Cycling is, is an easy one, you know, as well. But yeah, some of the other ones, it takes such an investment to go do skiing. That I mean, it's oh just my gosh, people that, say, oh, I ski and I'm like, ugh. You do. You, that, is the, that is the hardest one for me. It's such an effort it's to take a, yeah. the family and expense and holy smokes. We talked about it yesterday as a family. I looked at my son and I'm like, do you really want to? Because it is such a pain to get the family out there to do something like that. It's always great. It's like camping. It's great after you've done it, you tell the stories and and we did it as a family. But when the alarm goes off at, you know, five 30 on a Saturday morning to get out there, uh, it's hard. Well, so we can, we can end with, you know, one more offering that I'll give people is it is, if you're struggling with, exercise you're struggling with this you know being athletic whatever getting with we're back to the blue zones getting with other people who do is such a huge benefit i shared about my wife she loves her zumba class because she's with those people and i've seen so many people who uh, especially ones who are trying to restart or get fit for the first time, you know, and, and let, to take running, they'll do that and join a local running club. I mean, almost any, we're in a pissant little town. We have a running club. I think there's a cycling club. I don't know what all clubs are, but you can join those. But even going to the events, I mean, that's that so many people get inspired. I think they do things like the 5Ks because you go there, there's a lot happening, you know, that a lot of thought of them are big events and it's exciting, it's, it's inspiring, it's invigorating. You go do it, you get, they send you your time, they send you a picture and to take on again that role of athleticism and to be a part of a group is one of the best things for accountability positive accountability and and involvement we all want to be involved and have a community is find that community you know find a however you can i i would second that even on the medical side and we're back to that foundational concept of relationship you said community be in relationship with yourself with your family, with, with, and then in that next layer with a community, now we're going to have to put even uh, a little bit more effort and awareness of, of that. So I, but I would encourage people to lean that way. Yeah. Look for that's, it. That, that is such an admitted deficiency. Now you, you, best. you cannot play soccer online. You can't <laughs> play soccer yeah. on. That's true. Yeah. That is true. All right, well, here's to all my fellow athletes. And hey, if you happen to use the Strava app, it's a cool social app for athletes that tracks your workouts. You can find me there. I couldn't find an actual profile name, a lot of Kevin Millers, but the number that they give you, it's 4097-0257. Be happy to connect with you there and keep up with each other in our athletic pursuits. Thank you for tuning in to the Self-Helpful Podcast, where I strive to help you and me elevate our personal experience of life and the way we show up for others. Stay driven, my friends.